welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number eight of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy Lucas here with me. Lucas, how you doing, bud? Great. Not really. I'm actually very depressed. Uh, yeah, I know. We've talked about this uh, at length off the air. But um, <clears throat> you, you really want to talk about your um, about last Thursday? No, no, I don't. I mean, I'm just... I mean, yeah? We, we might say some stuff later, but no. Nah. <laughs> I don't really blame you. Uh, yeah, we, we had a little watch party. Um, watched it together on uh, Thursday Night Football. Uh, was not the best party at all. But, you know, hey, we, we made it through, right? We made it through. Uh, I think we're going to start off with uh, just to touch on this a little bit because I really don't want to keep talking about this guy. I, I'm just done. Well, you Antonio know. Brown. Yes, bro. The, the clown. Okay. Antonio Brown got released from the Patriots on Friday and then announced on Sunday that he's done with the NFL. Lucas, what, what's going on with this, man? In theory, we won't have to talk about this guy anymore. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's probably going to be on another team sometime this year or next season, I think. But, yeah, I mean, dude's complaining about not getting his money and all this stuff, saying it's not fair that they can do that. Like, there are rules in the world, and you have to follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, you don't get your stuff. So, who cares? Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't think he gets picked up by a team this year. I think uh, no team's really going to touch him until the NFL concludes its investigation until into his sexual misconduct allegations. And we all know how long those NFL investigations can take, sometimes upwards of a oh, year. We totally should have talked about no. this before. Um, What's up? So I heard, I listened to 102.5 The Game. I listened to Jared and the GM. It's 2-6 to six weekdays. Nashville yeah. talk show, da da da, all that crap. Anyways, they uh, <clears throat> they said that apparently Hollywood, the wide receiver for Baltimore, mm-hmm. he was there. He was there when he raped the girl. Oh, or like, or like knows about it or something. It's like somehow yeah. he's involved. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna fix you really quick, Lucas. Keep keep going. It's just, I don't know what's going on right now. It seems like we were lagging a bit there. Oh, I have a little technical. Okay, anyways. Um, so apparently there's some stuff going on with that. <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure if they're investigating him or not. I haven't heard anything about that. But I did think that was interesting because I believe that's his cousin. They're both Browns. I so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so He's been playing really well. Yeah, on like a, what was it, like week one, he only had like 12 snaps or something, but he had like 100 and something yards with a touchdown or two. Yeah. Yeah, I picked him up in fantasy. He didn't do nothing this week, so, you know, he ain't nothing. <laughs> that's, that's, usually, that's usually how it goes, bro. That's usually how it goes. Uh, oh, um, my gosh, man. <clears throat> that's crazy. I didn't know that. So, yeah. I did not so, know that. We'll see what happens. We'll probably end up talking about the clown some more. But I um, imagine sometime in December, new info is going to come out, and we'll talk about it. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. We'll go for it from there. So, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Multiple times <clears throat> since the Thursday night football game, you yes. have come into the you've come into the call here and you've been talking to me and you've been like, This man Minshew ain't nothing. He's overrated. Oh gosh, <laughs> Dude, he is. So why don't you he why don't is. you talk talk on talk on the man a little bit? 
Okay, listen up, y'all. Okay, I, whatever you're doing right now, okay, if you need to pull your car over, pull it over, okay, pour your cup of coffee, sit back, listen to Uncle Jack, okay? We're going <laughs> to talk a little bit here about Gardner freaking Minshew. Are you kidding me, all right? I am sick and tired, okay? You know what really grinds my gears, all right? Gardner Minshew, sick and tired of the NFL and the media pushing this guy as the next perennial superstar of the National Football League. He, I'm going to tell you his numbers, okay? We're going to go back, and we're going to talk about this guy's numbers, okay? He had one good quarter of football. That's it. <laughs> That's it. First quarter against the Titans, two touchdowns, okay? He ended the game, I think he was 16 for 20, 202 yards. Okay, good completion percentage. Okay, I'll give you that. Good. Ha, ha. Here, here's, here's a cookie. They were mostly dump-offs. Yeah, little check-downs in there. After the first, first quarter, he was irrelevant. Irrelevant. He had 202 yards, okay, against a Titans team that kept, and I'm sorry, Lucas, that kept beating itself up and had multiple <clears throat> penalties, okay? I'll get the actual numbers for you here in just a second, but Jesus, man, Gardner Minshew, and, I, and next thing I see, as soon as the Thursday night football game is over, I wake up Friday morning and I pull up Twitter because that's what I do. I get up, I scroll through Twitter, Facebook, what, whatever have you, okay? We all have our morning rituals. So as I'm scrolling, I see this, oh, the NFL, it's a Mount Rushmore of the NFL, and all four faces are Gardner Minshew. I immediately send it to Lucas. I said, <laughs> Lucas, can you believe this? And he's like, bro, I know it's dumb. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is not just dumb, okay? I can I can see the forest through the trees here of what the NFL is trying to do. They like his style. He's fashionable. Oh, he cuts his own jorts. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about his fashion, okay? Or if he looks or if he's wrestled whales or any of that. I don't care. I care about how he plays on the field. That's all I care about. Did you say and wrestled he whales? Average. Yes, apparently this guy wrestled a whale in the Bahamas or something. And so it's got everyone all riled up. Oh my gosh, Gardner Minshew, I'm batting my eyelashes <laughs> at you. You're so cute and adorable. And you're amazing. And you're you're the next NFL superstar. Who is Nick Foles? Did he even complete the Philly special? No. Okay. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Sick and tired of Gardner Minshew, bro. Are you are you kidding me? I'm just gonna pull up these numbers for you guys right now. I'll give you the actual um, numbers. While Jackson's looking that stuff up, I will say that he started off with a three and out, and then Adoree Jackson, yeah. the third in line quarterback, cornerback for the Titans, fumbled the punt. So and then he threw to a wide open guy on the next play for like a, yeah. a ten yard touchdown. And I think that really got him going. And then he threw a couple 50-50 balls that were, mm -hmm. it was like two or three 50-50 balls that were pretty deep balls that I think Malcolm Butler just didn't win. Like, right. and I, I wasn't just like, wow, what a great throw. I was like, man, Malcolm Butler got outplayed. Titans beat themselves. They really did. <clears throat> a lot of miscues, a lot of misplays. So many penalties. Yeah, so many penalties. O-line not doing this. Mariota held all, I think. Long maybe twice, but that's about it. Anyway, I have. The I stats do have for some you. stuff on that, but yeah, give us the stats. Yeah, yeah, I got the stats. Okay, this is against Tennessee last Thursday night. Okay, so his like, he, he had started before against Houston and lost that game. So he goes into he's playing Tennessee at home on a Thursday night, which Lucas broke it down for you guys last week. 
if you're a home team on Thursday night, you have a ridiculous advantage in terms of you're not having to travel. You get extra practice time. You get extra rest time. Lucas has the numbers and the math to prove it. Anyway, against Tennessee, he was 20 for 30, okay, 66% completion percentage, average. In the NFL now, 66%, okay. If you're if you're an NFL quarterback and you're completing below 60, you shouldn't even be on the field. So 66%, decent, okay, average for a quarterback. 204 yards, two touchdowns, both of which came in the first quarter. 120 of his yards came in the first quarter. So for three quarters, this guy threw for 80 yards and no touchdowns, and, and that's it. Quarterback rating of 108. He managed the game. That, that, that's all they did. Okay, they didn't. They had 15 rushing yards on 15 attempts until the fourth quarter, with like three minutes left, and boom, Fournette popped one. The I don't Jaguars think played average. I think if they lose, no one's talking about him. And I think you can look at that game and yeah. you can see some key plays. Um, number one, we let them rip off. Uh, Leonard Fournette had negative three rushing yards until he ripped off like a 69-yard run. He ended the night with like 60 rushing yards or something, yeah. even though he had like a 69-yard run. And then that was just a blown play. And then uh, there was also a couple third downs that we that we blew, especially on the last drive. I know there's a Logan Ryan passing interference call, I believe, mm-hmm. that – was just ridiculous. Like, if you listen to any of the Titans press conferences and everything, like, the coaches don't even think it was an actual passing interference, stuff like that. And I think Mike Vrabel's definitely a guy, like, he's a Patriot dude. Like, he would come out and he'd be like, that was a that was a P.I. call, like, 100%. For sure. Um, and, Did like, so, so we handed them some stuff. Yeah, didn't you say about the penalties, though? Like, you said, like, after the game – you know, the, and it's normal, right? Every team goes through and they submit the penalties that they think were false or the penalties that, mm-hmm. the, uh, NFL, that the refs got wrong, okay? Normal procedure. Every team does it after every game. They have the NFL League office look at it so just in case they can avoid any fines, etc. And how many penalties did they submit, Lucas? All 10. We got 10 penalties and we sent all, all 10. Them. All of them. And I can tell you at least seven of those were really questionable. At least seven of them. It was insane. Absolutely crazy. But overall, and I went on a rant. Garner Minshew, show me something more than beating a Tennessee team than beating themselves at home on a Thursday night. Okay? Before I start putting you on the uh, Mount Rushmore that is the NFL, I I need to see some actual gameplay first. Okay? He's played two and a half games. He's played average He's nowhere near the elite quarterback, but everyone wants to push forward and say, oh, the new age of the quarterback, all these young new quarterbacks. And yeah, that's true, right? But Gardner Minshew is not among the elite, okay? He doesn't, his, his name doesn't belong near Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes or even Lamar Jackson, okay? He is on the very bottom totem pole of NFL quarterbacks right now. And I actually have rather have Eli than Gardner Minshew. And Eli just got <laughs> Okay, my rant about Gardner Minshew is done. Lucas, t- take it away. Um, I mean, I ain't got nothing else on Minshew, man. <laughs> think I covered all the bases there? Yeah, I think you, I think you definitely covered all the bases. Um, he has, right, like, you know, of course, he could have some potential. We'll see how he does the rest of the season. But I'm not going to crown him king of the NFL world in his jorts just because he's wrestled a whale and he beat the Titans. I'm not. I need to see more. 
We'll see at the end of the season how well he actually does. So I think he loses his job to Nick Foles as soon as Nick Foles comes back. 100%. Dude won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, And I don't think they're going to do good for the rest of the year. Uh, I think they were 0-2, and they felt like if they lost again, it was going to be over, and then the Titans just killed themselves, bro. Yeah. The fumble, the blown run, the terrible first-half play calling, it's like – Second and twenty, it's first and twenty. Second and twenty, we're running the ball on second and twenty with Dion Lewis. I'm, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like, like we gave Derrick Henry fifteen carries in week two, so that we could save him for week three, and then, I mean, it's fourteen nothing at halftime, and they got up to an early lead on you. Yeah, but it was fourteen nothing at the end of the first quarter, and there's three quarters left. I think we had three and a half quarters left. It was fourteen to nothing, with like halfway through the first quarter. Yeah, you can still commit to the run, and I think Henry still. I mean, you, we didn't really give him a chance. We dropped back every play. Clayus Campbell destroyed our right guard. Okay, look, look, look. I do have something to say about Clayus right. Campbell on the sideline. Saxonville is back, bro. You're like eighty, dude. All right, you ain't done nothing since you came to this team since like your first year on this team. All right, your whole team's washed up. Okay. That, that, that's just how it is. There's no control in the locker room. Uh, Jalen Ramsey played decent. He got beat by Tajay Sharp, who might as well not even be on the team. Let him have it. I'm just Saxonville's back. Whatever. Do you know what our, our right guard is an undrafted rookie? Okay? This man was on the practice squad, and we had to pick him up because of injuries and stuff. And he wasn't even touching you. I literally seen plays where he ran right by this dude. Yeah, Congratulations. Congratulations, bro. Played well. Saxonville's back. Yeah, thank you for getting, like, nine sacks against the worst offensive line in the league right now. Um, And you said something about the, the sacks. So, I believe it was for all my stat people out there that love stats, all right? Because mm-hmm. I've got people quoting Mariota stats at my face just 24-7, bro. I get on Twitter, Mariota stats. I get on Instagram, Mariota stats, calling for this that's man's head. I've, that's all I've seen this week, bro. Everyone's trashing him. All right, you want to hear some stats? I got some stats for you, bro. Okay. Lay them on me. Three of all the sacks this year, mm-hmm. which I think is 17 on the Titans. I Dead. think that leads the league. Though. Yeah. Three of them are Marcus's fault, according to the stats. Holding the ball too long, yeah. Yeah, that's three times in three games. That's not bad, but everyone's calling for his head on every sack. They're saying every sack is his fault. The Titans ranked 30th in separation with their wide receivers, all right? And that's because we're going out there in bunch sets because our offensive line is garbage, so we're trying to help. So we're keeping extra tight ends. They're not going to get as much separation because they're slower. We've got Adam Humphreys out here chipping players off the line, okay? Like... We're having so much trouble with the offensive line that it is hurting our passing attack. Yeah. And it's just, I think everyone just needs to back off. It's week three, bro. It's only been three weeks. Well, we're starting week yeah. four now. But everyone needs the to chill. not over. How can you be a fan <clears throat> and want your team to succeed but call for this man's head? Like, you want him... Like you want this guy to just fail. Like I like 
I'm listening to the to some podcast or whatever, and they're like Titans, and a, a, a fan calls in, and they're like, I hope Marcus Mariota breaks his ankle this weekend, so we ain't got to watch him play anymore. You want Tannehill to go out there? Tannehill is a backup quarterback for a reason. He is not a starter for a reason. We know what that man is. Okay? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it just, it doesn't make sense. Why do you want your team to win no games all year just so that we can go draft another quarterback? Because people think, oh, all you have to do is draft a quarterback and you're fine. We drafted Mariota, and now you don't think he's the answer. We drafted Vince Young. He wasn't the answer. We drafted Jake Locker, Zach Mettenberger. Both of them were good quarterbacks in college. Weren't anything in the NFL. Okay? The NFL is a completely different beast. I rest my case. I'm done. That's all. That's, that's, that's all we're talking about, the Titans. That's it. That's it for our Titans talk. For this that's all I can guys. do. I'm, I'm losing sleep over this team, bro. Yo, he, yo, okay, I'm just, I'm like, okay, all you podcast listeners right here, listen, level with me for a bit here, okay? When I tell you this man has actually been losing sleep over this, he actually has been losing sleep. I'm out here sending. Titans has been performing. Yeah. Bro, I get, I wake up to at least three text messages a day from this guy in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., because he's watching Lord of the Rings and thinking about the Titans, okay? <laughs> so just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like we, Titans gonna, we're, we're, they're gonna get a win, okay? And here's why, okay? Because after this week, guess who comes back? Who comes back, Lucas? The boy! The boy! That's Big right. Teddy Long, man. I can't say that. Taylor anyway, Lewan. Yeah. yeah, Taylor Lewan's coming back. And I think he I think he and I think didn't you say somebody else was starting coming back and playing? Um, the right guard that we drafted that was supposed to start, there's we're trying to work him in, so there's a good chance he's gonna play. But not this week, but next week, Taylor Lewan comes back. Our left tackle Dennis Kelly can hopefully go to right guard. That should really help some stuff, in theory. Um, right, in theory. But also, one more thing on Marcus. Almost forgot about this. So I did. I did some math, right? Because once again, I got all these people quoting stats at me, and I was just mad. Yeah. This was like four a.m. I was doing this stuff. It actually says I started at two fifty-six a.m. I can see it on my notes on my phone here. Yeah. yeah. Right. So this is the on-pace stats. Um, I'm gonna say Dak Prescotts because. You know, like like you said, they're trying to make a star out of Garner Minshew. If there any, if yeah. there's anyone they need to be making a star out of right now, it's Dak Prescott. Okay, this man's second in the MVP race. He doesn't get hurt. Okay, like like I don't know how people out here like Carson Wentz is the best in that division. Negative. Dak Prescott so has true. the best completion percentage since Amari Cooper joined the team. Since then, let, let out of all quarterbacks, he's let, got the no. best. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah these yeah, people yeah, don't know. Okay. Let them know. All right. So Dak is on pace to throw for fifty-four hundred yards with an eighty-two percent completion percentage. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. Fifty-six touchdowns. Oh. Ooh. 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 Only eight interceptions and seven hundred rushing yards. Oh, baby. MVP. Like an MVP. MVP. Me, That's MVP stuff. I'm not saying he will. Okay. But okay. But to compare to some other notable quarterbacks, where Marcus is at, I'm not saying Marcus is as good as these guys. I am not saying, you know, it's it's only we've only played three weeks of football, so like things are gonna look way different in the end. But I wanted to compare some names up to this point. All right. Okay. So Mariota is on pace for. 3,700 passing yards. 
respectable. That's, that's 400 more yards than Aaron Rodgers and 300 yeah. more yards than Deshaun Watson. Who, by yeah. the way, so Mariota threw for 300 yards against Jacksonville. Watson threw for 160. Yeah. Okay. He had a, he had a five-yard rushing yeah. touchdown. Congrats. The math, doesn't, the math doesn't lie. All right. Marcus, 61% completion percentage. Aaron Rodgers, 62. Deshaun Watson, 61. Pretty much in the same. Yeah. Marcus, 21 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, 24. Watson, 24. Pretty much the same. Yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Marcus and Rodgers hasn't thrown any interceptions. Watson's on pace to throw eight. Uh, and then Marcus is on pace to have more rushing yards and a better QBR rating than both of them by like twenty points. Yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, we're going for his head. And After and week so, three. it would like, like I'm not saying he's as good as those guys, although I think he's good as Deshaun Watson. Um, and I don't think Watson's gonna make it through the season if he keeps getting hit like this. Right. Although he only got sacked twice last game, so that's a step in the right direction. Against the Chargers is only twice. It was only twice. It wasn't seven. Yeah. So. What about what about hits? He got the ball off, but he got hits hit. And, hits, hits and pressures, that's a different number. That's a different number. Yeah, so, that's a different number. A little higher. Yeah. So anyways, um I just I had to I had to do that for all these stat heads out here, man. All right, I got I got people with their glasses like, yeah, according to your stats, Marcus is terrible. Dude, get out of here, get out of here. All right, you don't know stats. All right, what were we actually talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I went on a Gardner Minshew rant. Then we started talking about Dak, and I got hyped because you started talking about MVP like season. And then we just kind of lost ourselves. Um, you want to talk about uh? We're here, here we got we got a, no, 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 no. wait wait wait. Well, we're on the quarterbacks. We, yeah. we have two we have two quarterbacks in line to talk about. We're going to do the first one that we had down next. Yeah. So Jackson has climbed to the peak. All right? He's made it to the peak, and he's looked down upon the land of quarterbacks. And he has chosen another one to trust. All right? You make this sound way more <laughs> sacred. <laughs> I believe if you go back to our last episode or the episode before that, so... Go for two, episode seven or six. I believe Jackson actually said that he did not believe in this guy yet, but he does now. I didn't. I didn't. Jackson Flaxen Wallace. That's yeah. not his actual middle name, but it fits so well. I was called Action Jackson for the lo- in high school. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, anyways. All right, so Jackson has faith in Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for the Baltimore I'm Ravens. I'm Break it down I'm for me. Mr. Jackson. Okay, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, all right? So when we're, we're, we're talking about Lamar Jackson, I need to see him play against a quality opponent. Last week he did. He played against Kansas City. They went down early, and they went down fast. However, Lamar Jackson and his dual-threat capabilities allowed them to bring themselves within an inch of the Kansas City Chiefs and overwhelming them. However, wait, wait, wait. Was it really an inch? I'm so sorry. It was really an <laughs> I didn't have the precise unit of measurement. It could have been a centimeter. I well, you know, I was I was getting flashbacks of the Tennessee Titans St. Louis Ram Super Bowl. Were they St. Louis then? Yes. I think they were. And I was oh, getting flashbacks right. of like reaching and almost getting the touchdown. Anyways, just... bro, I I went back and I uh, side note, Lamar Jackson, he can play. Okay, I was at my I was at my lake house past weekend. 
and I was just watching like the only thing you could watch down there was like DVDs, and we got like like cable, basic cable, whatever. But anyway, I was watching some like NFL's 100 greatest plays, and that was on there on the list. And I was like, oh, I bet that hurts when Lucas watches that. But ooh, anyway, I also have a fun fact to talk about later on. But you just have to remind me. Fun fact. Sorry, I was I was hoping it was actually an inch. Continue. So sorry. I don't think it was actually an inch, but they 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 came they they came within five points after being down early. Right, they came back to within five points of beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead. That to me is a statement game, even though they lost it. Lamar Jackson played well. I think there's things obviously he can can improve on the accuracy of the deep ball going deep a little more often. I think he has a little bit of trouble with that, but it's you know it's just basically his second year, right? He, he he's figuring it out. Here's what has impressed me about Lamar Jackson. I'm going to compare him to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield this off season shot. 13 commercials okay shot 13 commercials and got married this past offseason and again i'm just talking about offseason i'm not bringing in the numbers i'm i'm just talking about the offseason i'm talking about dedication lamar jackson put on 15 pounds of pure muscle okay he's he, he's not like this like the skinny just like uh the skinny lamar jackson that you saw last year this year this dude is jacked and he is ripped and what that tells me is that he's not focused on commercials, not because he couldn't get them, but because he is dedicated and he is 100% bought into this team and the identity of the Baltimore Ravens starting quarterback, right? When you put on 15 pounds of muscle in the summer, right, and you're running track every day, okay, and you're in the film room and you're studying and you're not shooting commercials, that's when you can go 2-1 and one and almost beat the reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, Baker, one and two. Yes, he had a – yes, they played a very good game against the Rams last week. He's looked very suspect, very uncomfortable in the pocket, right? Unsure of himself. I don't know if that's just because of his height and he's unable to kind of see and get a good throwing lane. And that's why he's moving around and jumping his way out of the pocket, pocket just to see a passing lane. I don't know if that's all of it. I don't know if he and OBJ and Jarvis are just aren't meshing or what's going on there. But when you look at dedication – especially from the offseason, Lamar set the standard. Baker shooting commercials. And he has way more dedication to his team than Baker. And I'm starting to really believe in Lamar Jackson. I think the age of the dual-threat quarterback, look around the league. Got Lamar Jackson, okay? Patrick Mahomes can do it all, right? Dak Prescott's having a lot of success in Dallas. Woo-woo! Okay, Marcus Mariota, Tennessee, right? Plays very well as a dual threat. Okay, just being able to R the RPO, the run pass option, having that ability to change up and use misdirection in the plays. The, the game is evol- evolving right as it has been over the past three to four years, but now you can really start to see it if you're paying attention and watching every game. You got guys coming in motion on a jet sweep that could be a jet sweep run, it could be a jet sweep pass a screen it could be in motion just to disguise a simple play that you have you've run a hundred times but you're just giving the defense a different look and i think lamar jackson this new age of quarterbacks is really kind of coming into his own so i'm starting to buy into lamar jackson i I i think he might i think he might be the real deal we'll see at the end of the season how well he does but i'll be shocked if they don't win their division this year shocked you done bit of a rant do you okay? So last week's performance against a 
quality opponent. Mm-hmm. Which, Kansas City got the best offense. Yeah, their defense has always been that great, but. So I want you. I'm a. I'm gonna name off some stats here, Jackson. While I'm doing okay. that, can you please look up for me real quick? Uh, yeah, where the up? Chiefs' defense ranks? You can just go into the the fantasy or, or wherever you want to go. Yeah, just yeah. Tell me where they rank. All right. So, last week, Lamar Jackson had 43 passing attempts. He completed 22. Yeah. He threw for 267 yards. No touchdowns. No interceptions, which is good. He uh, he ran for 46 yards. And one touchdown. So this man's got 300 yards and a touchdown in total. And he missed 21 balls. Yeah, they passed it way too often. But I think that's because they got into it. They they got down early. They got into a shootout match with Kansas City. You're not going to win those games. But he showed a lot of heart. So this yeah, go game, ahead. Go ahead. this game changed your mind. This is the game that that gave you faith. This man missed half his half his passing attempts. Only threw for under 300 yards. Yeah. And only had 46 rushing yards. Here's what's impressing me, okay? It's not just the game, the quality of opponent. It's I learned how much muscle this dude put on the offseason, okay? I, I learned about his his workout regimen, his training regimen, what the coaches are saying about him, what his teammates are saying about him. I took all of that into account. I had, I Beginning of this year, I will say, I had just completely discredited Lamar Jackson. I was like, okay, you know, fluke, whatever, runs, extremely fast, can't really throw the ball that well. Okay, okay, we get the first two weeks. Okay, yeah, everybody's excited about him. Okay, cool. Let me actually take a deep look at this guy. And I took a deep look at this guy over this week, and that coupled with him playing a great game against Kansas City has led me to the opinion he might just be something. Okay. Okay. I do not have faith yet. I don't. I don't have faith yet. All right. This man has played Miami, Arizona, and Kansas City. That's not exactly some of the best defenses in the league here. Okay. Right. Okay. I just. I don't see how. Like, nothing here changes my mind yet because it is only week four of the NFL, and and I can't just. I can't just flip like that. It, it's just it's too early for me to flip like that when going against these type of defenses. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the Ravens have really good coaches. Chiefs are ranked 16. So middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Right? Not an elite defense, but an elite team overall. If you're going to get into a shootout match with Patrick Mahomes and almost come back and win, shows me a lot. Well, yeah, but do you think it's that like he almost brought his team back, or do you think it's that Kansas City let off the gas because they were up by a gazillion I think, points? I think it's a combination of letting off the gas. I think it's a combination of that stout Baltimore Ravens defense that I think if they dra- they they picked up Jalen Ramsey, they could really be dangerous. I think it is a combination of heart and soul from Lamar Jackson and not giving up, even being though even being down early, and willing his team to come back. Right, it shows he showed me a lot more dedication and heart and, and and fighting it than this past game with 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 Baker and the Rams. 
right? Obviously, the Rams have a better defense. Obviously, the Rams got to the quarterback a lot more. But I just felt like Baker was uncomfortable, man. Just this wasn't settling. Like, even at times when he wasn't pressured or rushed, just being very kind of loose with his throws, very antsy, very back up. I'm going to throw this off my back foot, even though I do have time to step up and complete a deep pass here. Mm-hmm. Although Freddie Kitchens does not help Baker with his offensive play calling. Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. He de- definitely doesn't help him. So later on in the year, we'll have more of a, I guess, a deeper analytical comparison that we could throw the stats <clears throat> on for these two quarterbacks. But I'm just talking about in terms of – I use Baker as an example as an extreme overhype not attention to detail. I'm going to go shoot 13 commercials, do whatever I want in the offseason, to Lamar Jackson buckling down, putting his nose to the grindstone, gaining 15 pounds of muscle, and it's showing so far in the season. The That's Browns why have, I picked Baker. The Browns have played three good defenses, though. That's I'm I'm going with Baker over Jackson. Like Right now? Yeah, right now. I think, I think he's just a better quarterback. If you look at... <clears throat> Look at who they've played. Like, Browns played the Titans, killed themselves with penalties, yeah. absolutely destroyed themselves, and Baker threw three interceptions in the fourth quarter because he's trying to bring them back. I get that. He was forcing stuff. Second-year quarterback, that's going to happen. If Lamar Jackson was in that thing, you would see him act like that too. Maybe. Just like he did this week, he didn't complete half of his passes. Because he's like stressing, trying to bring his team back, and he just can't do it, just can't get over the hump. And he didn't throw any interceptions, but I don't think he has the, I don't think he has the guts necessarily that Baker does. I think Baker is a little fiercer. They're two completely different entities, two completely different types of quarterbacks. They are, um, right? You're kind of comparing apples to oranges here. But I think, but I Baker, do. Baker played the Titans defense, the Jets defense, and the Rams defense. And I just don't think you can compare when it. I don't think you can compare them yet due to their opponents. That's that's just me. Well, that's fair criticism, but I do I do think I can compare them off of dedication in the off season, which is what I was going for. But you, I mean, you know, he shot commercials, but you don't know if you don't know what Baker did. That's what I just yeah said. Baker was shooting thirteen commercials, and his team is playing completely very poor, disciplined football. But right. that's not his fault. He's not the one committing all the penalties. He's not You're losing the games for them. The NFL, right? You have to own it. You have to be out there with your team. You have to fix these things. You have to be. You have to be positive <clears> at the podium and taking criticism well. Instead, so, we're worried about OBJ and a watch that he's wearing. Like it, it's just there's so many distractions. With okay, that. Baker can't control OBJ. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's all on Baker. I'm just saying. You're shooting 13 commercials. Your team's out of whack. You're undisciplined, clearly committing a lot of penalties. You have OBJ continuing to be a distraction by wearing a watch and refusing not to wear one in the in, in the games, right? And then you just – I'm just using it as an example of comparison when you flip the switch and you look at Baltimore and the moves they made in the offseason, the acquisitions that they had, and just how much they put their nose to the grindstone and figured stuff out both as an organization and from a quarterback standpoint. Two completely different models of off-season training, 
and work ethic. The Browns and the, and the Ravens. And that's why, a big reason why, Browns are 1-2, and two, Ravens are 2-1. Ravens can compete with Kansas City. Browns wouldn't even come close. They've also played easier teams. But, anyways, we will move on. We'll, we'll know more later. But I, I don't, I like, like, oh, he shot commercials. But that doesn't mean that he, like, he didn't skip workouts that day. He wasn't like, uh, all right, all right, Coach Kitchens, man, don't worry, bro. I'm just, I'm going to go shoot this commercial. Don't worry about practice today. It's time taken away from being an NFL quarterback. Okay, anyways. Anyways, on to the next quarterback of discussion today. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has come in and replaced Eli and led them to a win over a ugly Bucks team. Mr. Jackson? Yeah. Is he, very, uh, is he the answer? I don't know. I, I've seen him in a game. I'm not sure. I don't know if – I think the, the controversy around this year has been not if Daniel Jones was good. Is Daniel Jones worth the number six pick? Could they have gotten him later? Should they have picked him in that spot? I think that was the point of debate, right? Especially around the NFL draft, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Is that was that was that what you were thinking? Right yeah. Well, now, I seen it, I seen a clip. Sorry, I seen a clip day before yesterday, and it's this fan, and it's like, why did we draft Daniel Jones right now? Oh, they're right. so they don't know what they're talking about. What are they doing? Like fans just upset. I was upset for them. Yeah, I still, I, I, I was too. I don't. I think they could have gotten him later. Um, although I have seen some reports from like Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, talking about Daniel Jones, saying, in fact, there were several teams that were interested in Daniel Jones, and that if the Giants didn't grab him at six, they weren't going to be able to get him later at seventeen or even later on first or later on in the in the second round. I also am a firm believer in this. Regardless of what everybody else thinks, if you think there's a guy right there that is your franchise quarterback, and I'm not saying that he is, I'm just saying that if you think it's a franchise quarterback, if you think he's a potential Hall of Famer, he's going to be on your roster for the next 10 years, you go get him. Regardless of where it is a draft position, where other people are saying about you, you go and you get your guy, right? I think that's fair. 100%. Um, I'm not ready to say that he's the truth. Right, right? yeah, I don't. But uh, very well. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. They won the game. Um, Down twenty-eight to ten, brought them back in the hundred-degree heat in Tampa Bay. That's a hard place to play. Yeah, so I, I definitely think I definitely think it's a good start, and um, I'm looking forward to how he handles the next six to eight weeks because Barkley, high ankle sprain. Yeah, that's apparently, huge. apparently he's gonna be out six to eight weeks. Which, high ankle sprain, I think. Yeah, high ankle sprain, six to eight weeks, crazy stuff. Dude, so many injuries going on. Like, okay, is it just like the fact that like we're paying attention a little bit more to the NFL, like in detail in this podcast, that are noticing these things, or is it like has injuries always been there? Always been these many injuries, or is it so I think this year in particular. I think just, you have to look at the new the new age of how. Teams are handling preseason and training camp and everything. I, I really think it's got something to do with it because okay. people are not letting their players play at all 
in the preseason sometimes, like literally not at all. Mm-hmm. In the training camp, they're not allowed to do nothing. Like, and I just, I think people, I think people's bodies are, like, you can't just go zero to a hundred. You can't go from nothing, 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 because you want to save them for the season. <clears throat> and then the season hits, and they're going to get hurt. Their yeah, body yeah. just ain't used to it. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, um, oh man, I just thought of this off the top of my head. I'm thinking it was Jerry Rice. <clears throat> That said that he had to, like, condition 24-7, like, year-around, and that's how... He huge hill, yeah. That's what it was, okay, and that's how he stayed in shape for football. He said that it was, it was like, every day it was your job. Yes. And I think, I think that's it. I think, like, the new age, all these new coaches, these young coaches, all of them, like, don't play... Don't play all my starters uh, at all in the preseason. Like Chicago didn't oh, play man. anyone at all. I don't think. And like, you're gonna have. It takes a while to get in the groove. That's right. Slow starts, man. Packers also did it. I, I think the Rams did it too. But I know everyone's being easier on their players in the off season, and I think it shows because people's bodies just aren't ready. Yeah, you're getting hit. Uh, like you said last week. I think you said that's what Clay Matthews said. You get in your garage, you put full pads on, you go to the farthest wall as you can away from the garage door, and you run full speed and hit that garage door about 150 times in an hour. And that is what it's like playing a football game. You just come, and, and you, you can't go from zero to hitting your garage door 150 times in an hour with a you know snap of a finger. Like you gotta you gotta warm up and get into it. So I think I think you're I agree with you on that sentiment. I do. So. There really are some crazy injuries going around, like quarterbacks and stuff. And yes, man. A like, lot of new quarterbacks. I think it's been some, some big players, too. Nick Foles, Big Ben, <clears throat> Breeze, Saquon, D-Jack, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, those, those are just the ones I can name. The halfback for the Chiefs is out. Their starting halfback, Williams, is out. Yeah, Williams. Um, uh, it's a lot, man. Crazy. We already said Nick Foles, but... And, 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 the, and with all these injuries, kind of the emergence of the new age quarterback, right? I think I saw a stat that wasn't it 60% of the league's quarterbacks are under 26 right now, 26 and under. Because you got like, you know, you got Gardner Minshew, you got Dak, you got. That sounds about uh, right. I think this is the most, home. this is the youngest the quarterbacks have ever been because of all the injuries and everything. This is the new age of quarterbacks. I grew up watching Brett Favre. Right, and uh, Chad Pennington, uh, of course, Brady, he's timeless and continues to be. Yeah. Michael Vick, McNabb, Eli was still new. Phillip Rivers was still new. You Steve McNair. McNair was up when I started watching, you know, and then just slowly, like, some of those guys are starting to kind of fill, fill her out. Like, you know, Brees has switched to the test of time for a while. Phillip Rivers is on his last leg. Eli, of course, is done. Uh, a lot of these quarterbacks I grew up watching in a middle school and high school are kind of being pushed out the door at this point, and that's just the way the NFL goes. And then you have the new elite starting NFL quarterbacks. It's a brand new age. You don't, you know, I, I can think of Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Brady. Those are the guys left that I've watched that I've started when I started watching football. Everybody else is gone. Yep, you know, it's definitely, and it's time. Like, like oh, it has definitely. to happen. You know. 
definitely. I'm not complaining about it. It's just interesting. Um, We're going into a brand new generation of football. It's exciting. A little small tidbit of information yeah. before before we get to the next subject. Crabtree got released yeah. from Arizona today. Who is 0-2-1? My bet is looking nice. They should have won the very first game. Okay. In the second game, they just got beat on. This third game, they just got beat on by the Panthers. Okay. With a backup quarterback. They don't even need Cam. Who is looking good. What did I say about Mr. Cam, Mr. Lucas? You know the coaches You know the coaches have already come out and said that they're starting Cam Newton as soon as he gets back, no matter what, right? I know. I'm thinking this is going to be – you get a lot of uh, public peer pressure. This other guy starts playing really good, keeps it up. Against the Cardinals. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, against the Cardinals. We'll, All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay, I don't think he'll be a Panther next year. You know, we've been talking a lot about teams mm-hmm. playing all these bad opponents. <laughs> all these all these good teams playing bad teams. Let's talk about another good team, Miss Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Who right now is looking fiery. We, They're spicy. Are we talking about them? Oh, <laughs> we talking it, about them. Is it that time? It's that time. Is that time? It is. Okay, you ready to be? I'm going to hit you with it, okay? Here we no, go. please don't. Oh, man. Lucas, here we go. Guys, if you're in your cars right now listening to the podcast, you might want to turn me down just real, real, real quick. How about them Cowboys, Lucas? <laughs> Boy, did they look good. Man, I thought Miami was going to beat them in the first quarter. Okay. What are you talking first about? Half, let's exclude that. <laughs> let's not even talk about the first half. First half was awful. I'm going to tell you. Okay, actually, you know what? We're going to talk about, talk about it. In the first half, I believe our players had a hard time getting their heads out of their behinds, if you will. Okay, I think that they saw that Baltimore and New England each put up 40 and 50 burgers up, up on the Dolphins, and they're like, hey, let's pad our stats and get those contracts, you know, secure the bag. But they started playing for stats instead of playing for the win and taking what the defense gave them. They gave the Dolphins hope, right? They weren't running the ball very well. They Dak was making dumb plays, although he did make a beautiful conversion on third and 20 to the very own next Hall of Famer, Jason Witten, first ballot, no doubt. And a couple of nice plays to Amari Cooper. But second half, I'm telling you what, I don't know who got in their face. I don't know if it was Dak himself. I don't know if it was Zeke, Jalen, Leighton Vanderesh. I don't know who it was or if it Whitten. was Jason Garrett clapping in the background. But I think someone got in their face and were like, it, it might have been Witten, and said, guys, let's go. We are not playing well. We're letting them get – we were shooting ourselves in the foot. A holding, pl- holding call, right? Pass interference call here. False start there. Just little dumb penalties. And we would like 20-yard completion to Amari Cooper. Oh, call it all the way back. Bring it back. Holding, number 77. Like, it was just constant, right? Just shooting ourselves in the foot. And we were executing and making plays, but our heads were in the game. And boy, oh boy, Lucas, are you ready? They came back. Second half, very first drive. Dak gets the ball. What does he do? Boom, 76-yard strike to none other than Randall Cobb. Okay, and of course it was called back with a holding call, but nevertheless, <laughs> that set the tone for the drive. He went a perfect nine for nine, 82 yards, or I think it was actually 80 yards, nine for nine, 80 yards down the throat of Miami and caps it off with a touchdown to Mr. Amari Cooper, playing extremely well. They, in the second half, they actually looked like the Dallas Cowboys. 
Dak was taking what the defense gave him. They, they brought in some different concepts, and they started running the football. This is the first time, I believe, since – I know it's the first time since 2008 that a Cowboys team has been 3-0, but it's the first time, I want to say since 1987, that the Cowboys have had two 100-yard rushers in the same game, this time being Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And that just – that brings a smile to my face because I don't even – I watch the game and I don't feel like Zeke is is gashing him or or or, or 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 diving on him or running through him and you got Pollard come out here making plays. It's just but Zeke is having his best start in his career in terms of yardage off the, is game he really? of the season and yards per carry, yes. What he's only in yards per carry or in total yards? Because I know he's yards, only had like one in yards per carry. I think he's only he's had having, one hundred yard game, ain't he? He's oh no, he's every almost every game has been 100 yards. I know he didn't get a touchdown last week because my man's on my fantasy team and I needed yeah. him to get a touchdown. And I look and Pollard gets like a 17 yard touchdown, and I was very upset. But right. the Cowboys averaging him. Okay, so here's here's what it is right now. Zeke has 289 yards through three games. Okay, that's almost 100 yards a game, right? but 5.3 yards per attempt at the start of the year this mm-hmm. year and only two touchdowns. Pollard has 149 yards. He's averaging five yards a carry. Okay. He has a touchdown. It, and then you, you go down the list. Omari Cooper already has 238 yards. Okay. He has four touchdowns to start the year off. Gallup, he got hurt after the second week, but it, he's Dak is spreading the ball. The ball's getting to multiple people, and you don't even think about Zeke completing, completely gassing you because we have a passing game this year. Best team in the NFL on third down percentage, okay? It's the Dallas Cowboys, and it's because, you know how we talked last week about the Titans putting themselves in trouble, third and 16, third and 14, third and yeah. 17. I think they only right? converted one last week. Right? Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> they're averaging between third and three and third and six, right? Manageable third downs right very few third and longs that they have to convert and when it is third and long and they have to convert it they do right third and 20 here's what we're going to do we're going to have Dak roll out of the pocket okay Witten's in a one-on-one Witten being the veteran that he is knows he ha- knows what his quarterback needs and he's going to go whoop straight down the middle straight down the end of the field on the sideline and catch for 32 yards right like stuff like that like Witten is so valuable I know I'm going on a big rant, all these different things here with the Cowboys, but I'm so excited. And yes, I know they haven't played the best of teams, but just look at the eye test. Trust your eyes. This team is a good football team. Oh, I right. think they're top three. That is that is incredibly high praise, and I can't remember being this excited about this team in a long time. I, I know it's going to come, but we're going to get punched in the mouth, and I'm not going to like it. And we have a really tough game this week against New Orleans, but – I think we can compete with the best of the best right now. I, I think, think we could. Yeah, we could I th- play I th- very well. I just think I think the the whole team is playing well, and that's what yeah. that's what you have to do. Like like when you look at the Patriots, like when they win games, their whole team is firing on all cylinders. Exactly. Like 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 they don't go out there and their defense is just getting destroyed, but then they win because Brady is just destroying the other team a little bit more. Like it's right. happened. But of course. that's not the consistent thing. The consistent thing is that when the Patriots win, both sides of the football play great football. Agreed. 
And I think that's what the Cowboys are doing right now on all phases. I think the Cowboys are literally doing everything they can to win, and it is working. And I think all the players are buying into the mindset. I think everyone, um, I think everyone sees what they can do, what's going on, and I think yep. that's just going to help them even more. And <clears throat> you know, I mean, if you coming into every season, every team thinks that they're going to win the Super Bowl that year, right? Right. And so how you start is such a big deal. And I don't think how you start the first three games is a big deal. But I think how you start the first five is a big deal. Yeah. If the Titans don't win their next two games, I'm going to be real worried. Okay? Real upset, now, yeah. now, it, now, it's okay, right? One and two, I'm okay with one and two. The Patriots were one and two last year. They won the Super Bowl. We're not the Patriots, but the Cowboys had a terrible start last year. Uh, yeah, absolutely god awful. <clears throat> and just popped off what, like six straight? Boom. Seven, yeah. Seven. Win their division. And so I just think the Cowboys who do they who do they play this week? I know we're I know we're gonna do it. Sunday night game. You beat New Orleans and I think your possibilities are endless and I think you're talking about even if you don't beat New Orleans, I think the Cowboys are realistically talking about NFC champions. Possibly think, Super Bowl champions, but I don't know. That's hard. I don't know. That's It's extremely hard. I think there's there are two incredible AFC teams, right, the Patriots and the Chiefs that are obviously in the way. I still think there are some good NFC teams that are in the way too, but we're looking good for the playoffs so far. I think you hit the nail on the head. In all three aspects of the game, the Cowboys are playing well, right? The offense is giving the defense a break by sustaining long drives with the running game and being able to be explosive and versatile on offense and score. Okay, that keeps your defense morale up and heightened. The defense giving the offense good field position by holding the opposing team and securing the punt on special teams to get in good field position to give the offense a chance. It's all working. It's all gelling together. You're not really seeing a big weakness when it comes to the Cowboys so far. And yes, those weaknesses will be exposed. Every team loses. That's just how it is. But so far, so good. Yes, we haven't played this the best of teams, but you do the eye test, and we're looking pretty good. So top five team, I think, right now. Um, and that's exciting to me. Very, very exciting. Now I so, just need the Titans to <laughs> get up there as well. Yeah, so I have on the list. We've talked about the Titans a little bit. Um, yeah. I have on the list on the list next on the least. I almost said the least. The least. The least. <laughs> I have on the list next the least. is to talk about the Titans. All right. Um, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stuff. All right. I didn't want to, but I, I'm, I got a little worked up earlier. I, I feel like I. All right. <laughs> I went this on a rant too, man. Message to all Titans fans and anyone else that is not a fan but thinks that we are terrible. All right. The last two weeks, the coaching has been bad. The like the play calling, the situational awareness for timeouts and stuff like that, I think has also been lacking. The coaching overall has just not been that good. It has reflected in our play, all the penalties, which by the way, the amount of penalties that there are this time in the year is astounding and it's getting to the point where they are actually game changing. They are interfering with how the game is being played. And I do not like that yeah. a whole lot. Um, 
But that's besides the point. The quarterback play was bad in week two. And it was bad in the first half last week, in the rain, with no blocking, no run game, no nothing. Derrick Henry's getting hit in the face on a screen pass. Yeah. Wide open in front of him, and he just drops it. It he, This man could have caught it with his, with his teeth if he didn't have a guard right here, okay? Yeah. And then you also got a terrible, terrible offensive line. Terrible, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Did I mention how bad they are? Uh, no, not yet. It is so bad, Jackson. <laughs> it is so bad. And it is like... It is like blood in the water right now. Every game, every game we play for the next four games at least, they're just gonna. It's gonna be nothing but attacking. I think we're gonna fix it. I think the coaches, because I believe in our coaches. I think our coaches are good. I think they will turn some stuff around. We'll get that fixed. Hopefully, we don't put a Dory Jackson back to receive punts anymore. He made like three mistakes last week, and one of them was a oh, fumble. Gosh, the, I guess the oh. Yeah, <clears throat> All right, I got Corey Davis catching one-handed passes, and we're like, "Yo!" And then he fumbles the ball. Now it, it didn't get turned over; it went out of bounds. But he wasn't gonna get it. Yeah. And so, I think the team as a whole has been playing bad, and I look towards the coaches to fix that. I think the coaches fix it. I think the defense stops giving up the chunk plays. I think the offense gets its stuff together. Maybe not this week, but in the two weeks after, in the next three weeks, I look to the Titans to fix their stuff because this is what the Titans have going for them. Which, by the way, I'm gonna say this into the mic. I'm gonna get real close to the mic. All right, I'm gonna get real close. All right, this is this is something that everyone needs to hear. It is week four. We have played three games. We have played three games, Jackson, all right? And I got people out here thinking the Titans aren't going to win a game for the rest of the year because we ain't got a quarterback, we ain't got a coach, we ain't got wide receivers, we ain't got a tight end, we ain't got nothing. We got a tight end. We got Delaney Walker, all right? You can't say nothing against that man. <laughs> but he definitely is. He's awesome. <clears throat> but what we have is time. We have time. And... In the next three weeks, I look to the Titans to fix their act. I think in the next three weeks, we go two and one. I like it. All right, that makes us three and three, and with an easier, with an we have an easier middle part of the schedule. Like the beginning of our schedule is pretty tough. You got Cleveland, who thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl, beat themselves. They're still a good team. Miles Garrett is a hoss. All right, that dude is animal. Um, so much talent on that team. Just so much. Terrible coaching. Okay, go ahead. Second, we play the Colts. All right. We're going to talk about Brissett next. Ah, uh, yes. I think the Colts are one of the best all-around football teams. If you do not look at just the – if you leave the quarterback position out and you look at the rest of the team, they are one of the best teams, and I think that their coaching is outstanding. And that showed yeah. last year they had amazing coaching. And we played Jacksonville last week. Their defense is what, like, top five in talent? Yeah, especially with Jalen Ramsey on there. I mean, Deshaun Watson, 150 yards. We didn't touch on it, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey asked for a trade, so we'll see how long he stays with Jacksonville. Yeah. Well, we talked about that last week, I believe. Um, Oh, yeah, you're right, we did. um, But he's probably going to end up staying – He's going to get that money. We're going to see what happens. 
secure the bag. So I think we've had a hard we've had a hard start, and the reason it's so hard is because we have we beat Cleveland, and then we beat ourselves against the Colts. You have a chance to win the game still, and you drop the ball. Yeah. Tajay Sharp, all he has to do is catch the ball and literally fall on his butt, and instead he turns around and tries to make a crazy play that ends up losing him a yard, and we don't convert on third down and end up having to punt the ball, right? Yeah. We commit all these penalties. Against Jacksonville, we fumble, right? If you start off and it's a three and out for them and you go down and score a touchdown, I think you win the game. I think the fumble, it's the beginning of the game, but I think it was a huge momentum swing, and I think you still had a chance to come back and win. But I think that when it mattered, you committed mistakes. You had penalties. When it mattered later in the game, penalties ruined the game for you, and you just can't let that happen. And it's just ugly football, and you can't be playing ugly football. That's right. So we play uh, Atlanta, and then we play the Bills, and then we play Denver, I believe. Okay. So, honestly, I think we'll go three and zero. Denver is three and zero right now, but I think, or not Denver. Sorry, the Bills is three and zero right now. Yeah, I think we beat them anyways. But like, we'll we'll see what happens. So, I gotta ask you because we've been talking about quarterbacks all day, Miss Jackson. What's laid on me, man? What's up? What about Brissett, man? He looked like the second coming of Andrew Luck last week. <laughs> he looked like the second coming of Jesus last week. Oh my gosh, man. Uh, uh, Mr. Brissett has been playing well. I think his high praise that he has received um, during the offseason, or especially towards the beginning of the season when Andrew announced his retirement, um, he got a lot of praise from different people really believing in this guy, and I think he's showing why. Um, I think he is a good talent in this league. I don't think he is a great player. I don't think he is top 10. Maybe not even top 15, but I think that he is – a starter in this league, and I think that's respectable, right? Um, I still think I need to see a little bit more of him throughout the rest of the year, as the case as it is in the beginning of the season right now. That's kind of going to be the answer for a lot of these questions. But if you just look at the eye test, right, the mobility that he offers is great. His vision downfield is good, right? He has a lot of weapons to use. His defense is young and ferocious. Um, the coaching, as you said, is amazing. Play calling seems to be doing very well as uh, as well throughout the year. So, um, yeah, yeah, he, he's a starter in this league. That that's what I'll say right now. I won't say he's a star. You know, I won't say he's a great player, but he's a starter. And that means a lot in this league. Um, so Brissett this past week, twenty eight for thirty seven, seventy six percent completion percentage, three hundred ten yards, two touchdowns, had a one eighteen QBR. Solid, solid game. Had an awesome game. And I think if you look at their 2-1, they beat the Titans and they beat Atlanta. I think if you look at those games, the Colts don't beat themselves, right? I think that comes down back to the coaching. I think the, yeah. I think the Colts come into each game and they're like, all right, here's our game plan. We're going to execute it. We might win by one point, but we're going to win. They, they lose to the Chargers by six points. Thank you so much. Um, they beat the Titans by two. They beat Atlanta by a field goal. All right? Yeah, and I, and when it comes down to it, they're clutch. Mm-hmm. And then when they make the other team make mistakes. Atlanta and Tennessee both beat themselves, in my opinion. Um, yeah. 
You know, like, he didn't throw an interception against Atlanta last week. Matt Ryan threw an interception. Yeah. And when it came down to and when it came time to stop them at the end of the game for Atlanta to win and they had to stop the Colts, they couldn't stop the Colts. Yeah, crunch crunch time, clutch. Ran time. they just they just ran on them, got the first downs. They were getting no penetration. I'm sitting here, I'm watching this game, and me and my dad are just yelling, Why are you not blitzing? It's yeah. like they're not blitzing. They're getting no penetration. I don't know if the line is just that amazing. But they're literally putting like four people on the line, and the linebackers are playing off like like it's about to be a pass. Like your linebackers need to go ahead and be in the gaps. Yeah, because it's ran on. There's the there's two minutes left, and they're trying to run the clock out because they're up, and that's what they're gonna do. And then it comes down, and on third down they do a run pass option and dump it off to their tight end Jack Doyle, who is one of their favorite targets mm. and he makes a guy miss and gets a first down Ooh. so it's just teams just beating themselves against the Colts and I don't think they can keep it up they play Oakland next they'll probably win um, but then they play Kansas City then they play yeah. Houston okay so I look for it I look for it to get a little harder for them after that, sure. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens then. Yeah, they um, should be dope. I think he. I mean, it doesn't matter what quarterback you got, as long as you're, realistically, as long as the rest of your team is really good, yeah, almost any quarterback there. can come in. And All so the pieces are there for Brissett to succeed. Yeah, and he so he doesn't have any pressure on him. Their offensive line is so good. Yeah, he, he has no pressure on him. He's 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 replacing Andrew Luck, who announced retirement a week before the season starts. There is no pressure on this guy. He has time. So, and if they make the playoffs, then he's a hero. I don't think he's the reason they're winning, but I think he's giving them a chance. Right, and the rest of the team is capitalizing. He's going to be portrayed as that, though. He's going to be portrayed oh, yeah. as the hometown hero if they get if they, they make the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. everybody's singing his praises. And I'm going to be so mad if he turns out to be like the next Andrew Luck. Right, like the next guy. Just because I look at the Colts in the AFC South, and I'm like, you got Peyton Manning, and you just inherit Andrew Luck, and then you just yeah. inherit Jacoby Brissett. How? It well, is so hard the in the NFL. Think about the talent pool in the Patriots quarterback room two years ago. It was the GOAT Jimmy Brady. G. Jimmy G and Brissett now, and and Jimmy G's three and zero oh, somehow, and yeah, I don't I don't Brissette's know. Two, Brissett's two and one, playing well, replacing Andrew Luck a week before the season. Like, that's well, a Luck lot Luck was hurt. Luck was hurt the whole time, so Brissett got all of training he camp. He got most of training camp, and he got yeah, the preseason. True. Like, but still, yeah, I hear you. Um. So to move on, yeah. Time to what's talk up, about this? your enemies, the Redskins. Ugh. Is Gruden done in Washington? I need to know because that is. I'm sitting here watching the game Monday night, and that is all I hear. Every other breath, it's like. <laughs> I heard a lot about that too. too. They're out here and they're like, Khalil Max having an awesome game. Gruden's getting fired. Case Keenum yeah. 
just threw a five-yard pass. Gruden's getting fired. Like, it was every yeah. other sentence. And we're recording this Tuesday the 24th, as usual. We always record Tuesdays, edit on Wednesdays, and upload on Thursdays. To answer your question, as it is right now, I, I saw a lot of that this today in all the talk shows and podcasts that were listened to. Everybody's going for Gruden's head. He's been there five years? I think that's right. Five six years. years. Six years? Okay. That's what they said last night. I think you're right. Yeah, he's been there six years. Five of the six years, he did not make the playoffs. The one year he did, he had Kirk Cousins. Then they start franchise tagging him and push him out. Now he's in Minnesota playing very well in the NFC North. I think, I don't know. It just seems like the NFL is going through a cultural shift in terms of offensive schemes, in terms of culture and how we play. And I don't think Gruden is that guy to be innovative and to disguise what he's doing on offense. I heard one person say on the talk shows today, I think it was Marcus Spears. I think, I think that's, I think it's who was, I, again, I don't, don't quote me. There was somebody on one of the talk shows and he said, Jay Gruden is a coach because his last name is Gruden. That's it. He's like, Dan Schneider, owner of the Washington Redskins, by the way, is not shy when it comes to spending money and getting good coaches, right? Mike Shanahan, Joe Gibbs, these type of guys. But something is wrong in Washington. I don't necessarily think it's just the quarterback's fault. They have Trent Williams holding out right now. Um, I heard more about that last night. He's continuing to hold out because there's a trust issue within the organization. It's not because he wants more money or a different deal. It's because he simply right now does not trust that the organization is going to take care of him. So he's holding out until he can get reassured by the coaching staff and the organization. I think it might be time for a change in Washington. I don't know who the next coach is, but there seems to be a cultural shift in the league right now of new, young, innovative, offensive-minded coaches that disguise their concepts, that use a lot of shift, a lot of shifts and a lot of different movements and motions, and that can bring a fresh face to the organization. Jay Gruden's been there six years. He hasn't made the playoffs in five in the NFL world, six years is right around that time to where more than enough time that more coaches get to say, hey, you either show us something, you either got it or you don't. I don't really blame Washington for going either way at the end of this year. I think it probably is time for a new coach. I don't know who it is, but I think just a fresh face and a new culture and a new scheme and a new environment would do a lot, would do better for Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins instead of trying to buy into something that's old and frankly, it's just not working, but I know they've also been played by the injury bug and it's been rough in Washington. That's my opinion. I think, I think we need to look at the GM a little bit more than Gruden. I think like, can you name a star, just a stud that got drafted to Washington? Uh, 
Sure like in the past, in the past, like let's just say since Gruden got there. Since Gruden got there, I don't think they drafted Williams. Like, do they have any stars? They drafted. I mean, they they got Chris Thompson. He seems to be pretty good. Gruce, he just seems to be hurt. He's not an all around stud. They didn't draft. I don't think they drafted their Jordan Reed. Maybe Did they draft him. Uh, As he, well, like the GM brings people in too. Let's just let's just look at their team right now. Like name okay. a name a star player on their team. I mean, right now I'd probably have to say Vernon Davis. He's kind of an older yeah tight end. Uh, I can't think of anybody in particular on defense. Josh like Norman, Oscar. who fell oh, yeah, off Norman. the face of the earth. Yeah, after right? North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, that didn't pan out. Yeah, I, it, it's it's hard for me just to sit there and pick. I think the studs that they have right now, Trent Williams, they brought in Josh Norman. Um, they brought in Alex Smith, although severe yeah. injury there. I think Kirk Cousins was fine there, honestly. They haven't, they haven't had a, a answer at running back. Last year they had Adrian Peterson who had 1,000 yards rushing. That's great, but I haven't thought of a great – in their prime, Washington halfbacks has Clinton Portis. They just two thousand six. It's like they. It's like they're not even trying to draft one. Running backs. I don't. I don't know what's going of, on. I feel like. Let me. I'm did, gonna look this. You keep talking. I'm gonna look up like, notable wide receivers the in the past years. All right. Well, th- this is what I want to evaluate: the quarterback and the halfback position mostly. I look at quarterback. Kirk Cousins, I think, played perfectly fine for you. If you put better pieces around him, um, I think he can succeed. He's made the playoffs with the Vikings. We know that he can play good. He showed you that he could play well in Washington. You didn't want him. You bring in Alex Smith. He gets hurt. That sucks. You're in a weird position right now with Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins. Your halfback. Yeah. Is Adrian Peterson still, I guess, is your main guy, your workhorse? Who's definitely way past his prime. Chris Thompson, who's not doing anything. Rob Kelly was okay at one point for a game or two, maybe. Hasn't yeah. really done much. Um, so okay, I'm, so I, I have a list, too, when you're ready. Okay, go go I ahead and give me, give, me, give me some wide receiver stars, because okay, I can't, so I can't name receiver. any. Wide receivers that they brought in. This was okay. So Santana Moss, uh, number four on their all-time leading their chart, right? But he was drafted in 2005. He left in 2014. So just after Gruden got there, right? Gruden got there 2013. Okay, I believe you said six, six years. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was there. Okay, for a year. Um, for a year because you know, retirement. They mm. brought in Pierre Garcon in free agency. He got there in 2012, but he stayed till 2016. So he, they didn't bring him in. They did bring in. They drafted Jordan Reed when Jay Gruden got there. Okay, um, he's still he, he's still uh, going still there, but I think he's hurt. They brought in Deshaun Jackson in 2014. He left in 2016 to Tampa Bay. Um, that's it in terms of notable wide receivers. So what what year did they make the playoffs? I'm going to assume it was 2014, 2015, or 2016 because they had, I believe, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon, all at the same time. With a healthy Jordan Reed. Right. I'm going to go and look through the seasons here. I'll get you an answer in that just a second. All right. I, I think I'm correct in saying that. So now we're looking at a Washington team that 
does not have their star tight end Jordan Reed because he has been hurt consistently for like the past two and a half years. The uh, wide receiver corpse is just okay. abysmal. Okay, so the last time they made the playoffs was 2015. And that's the year that they won the NFC East. They went 9-7, and seven, right? Everybody on the team was terrible. This was before – this was – Romo was hurt. And this was before Dak Prescott. They lost in the wild card round to the Packers, 35-18. to 18, And that's Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden got there 2014. Right. So, I think in terms of talent on the team, it has gone downhill every year. Since Gruden got there. I don't know if that's his fault because I know head coaches play a role in drafting. Okay, you want to hear the records? Yeah. Since Jay Gruden got there? Okay, so he inherited a bad team from Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan left in 2013 with a 3-13 and team. He got fired. Okay, so he inherited a bad team, went 4-12. and Okay, we're going to say first year, not his fault. Second year he was there, he makes the playoffs, goes 9-7 and seven and wins the division, ultimately losing the wild card. Since then, 8-7, and 7-9, and 7-9, and now 0-3. Right, that to me says time to change. And your team, your team has gotten worse. I think you yes. need to look at the coach and the GM, and there has to be something going on there. You I have agree. no talent on the team. You're not drafting people. You're not bringing people in that can make changes. Right? Like yeah. the Titans were absolutely terrible. So what do we do? We draft Taylor Lewan, highest paid left tackle in the league. Jack Conklin becomes the Rookie Pro Bowl right tackle for the AFC his first year in. Um, He's been dealing with some injuries, but he's back now, and he's not 100% up to speed, but he's still a good player, right? Of course. Derrick Henry, solid running back. We got him in the second round, okay? Like, there are pieces available throughout the draft. You can do this stuff. We got Kevin Byard, highest paid free safety in the league now, and this man... Wasn't even invited to the combine. I feel like. I I think that's a good point. Like it is up to your coach and your GM to bring people in to give you things to work with, especially your GM. And it is up to the coach to win with what he has. And it sounds like he's around 500. His, I'm assuming Jay Gruden's overall record is around 500. That's kind of what it sounds like. Record's under 500. Is it like four just under? Oh, it's way under. Oh well, I didn't think about the four and twelve. I thought about nine and seven, four and then 12, like. Then you got the nine and seven. You got the eight, seven and one, seven and nine, seven and nine, zero oh, and three. Okay, I was thinking. I was thinking seven, nine, seven, nine, nine, yeah, seven. So... We'll take the first one. Let's take the first year away from him. Because he inherited that team, we'll take the first year away. So yeah, if you do that, to in theory, a couple games. Yeah, he's under 500 a little bit, but that's kind of where the league wants you to be. Like, the league is designed for every team to be 8-8, eight and eight, right? Yeah. But that doesn't happen, obviously. But I just feel like it is your coach's job to take you above that, and he can't do it, and his teams are getting worse every year. I think it's time to honestly get rid of the GM and the coach. I think you get rid of both. Yeah, and just... You got you have Dwayne Haskins. They drafted Montez Sweat. Okay, they drafted Darius Cruz in twenty eighteen. He continues to have players, but you're drafting these young players. Change the GM, change the coach, create a brand new culture, new Redskins team. 
build on Dwayne Haskins, start putting the pieces around to fix the offensive line, sign Trent Williams, for God's sakes. I don't know what you have to do, but there's not many offensive linemen that can go toe-to-toe with like an Aaron Donald or a Calais Campbell, and Trent Williams is one of those guys. So you sign him, you lock down your left tackle, you get Jordan Reed back healthy, and you put pieces around them, right? They're, they're, they've been picking – off the, the the last pieces in free agency, right? Deshaun Jackson in 2014, that was their big score. Josh Norman, they brought him over from Carolina, but free agency is not going to completely fix it. You got to draft from within too. Right. Um, Moving on from Washington. Yeah, I do want to say real quick, he has come out and said that Haskins is not going to be playing next week. He said that he is not close to starting Haskins at all. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one more thing. From being hit so much. One more thing in your division. Philly is one and two. Real quick, yeah. Jackson. Quick quick word on it, buddy. Okay, so Philly's one and two. I am super happy about that. That makes me feel awful. I'd rather them be 0 oh and three, but alas, they can't <laughs> they they come back on Washington. Washington was up seventeen nothing on them at halftime. Broke my heart. I watched that game. I cried. By the way, um, sorry, Washington's still gonna make the playoffs. Just just saying that. I'm well, I'm that's still bold take. We're bet what are we betting on it? Uh, why do we have to do a case? Oh no, Shannon Sharp and Skip do a case of diet do. That's what well, we can do. Uh, I know we've been doing G fuel hat or what's a up? case of diet do. Let's do. We'll do game fuel. Game fuel. Another game fuel. I'm down. Yeah, we'll do uh, some game fuel. G, I'll write G it down. Tub? No, no, like Mountain Dew amp game fuel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Case of game fuel. There we All go. Right. I'll bet you continue. Case. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is it? I'm gonna get it. Redskins make playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to get a case of Game Fuel at the end of the year. I'm so happy about that. That makes me happy. Uh, I like the red and the blue. Those are my two favorites. The original is really good. The, the yellow kind of meh. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Sponsor us. Let us know. We'll drink your stuff on. Or G Fuel. I keep you back here. Or displayed on. at all times. Free advertising. I'll just sit there and yeah. drink it. To like our total audience of two people. Which is just us. Nah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that, that just means 100% of our audience likes Game Fuel. All right, go. You're welcome. What you got? Um, Philly being one and two, I think right now they're played by the injury bug. You think, you think about Deshaun Jackson, you think about Alshon Jeffrey. They'll come back. They'll be those deep threats, and they'll be the security blankets for Carson Wentz. Right now, I think Carson's taking way too many hits. I don't know if it's a combination of him not getting rid of the ball quick enough, if it's a combination of his O-line having injury, just getting overwhelmed or flooded, but they need to bring in some six-man protections and some different concepts in order to give Carson Wentz just a little bit more time. I know they have also been plagued by several drops um, throughout the past couple of games. That's not all on Carson Wentz. That's on the receivers as well. It just seems like they're in a bit of a rough patch. They're definitely still a threat in the NFC East and in the NFC overall. I still think they make the playoffs, but the longer they continue to struggle, the happier I will continue to be. But one and two does not spell their entire season. They're still dangerous. I feel that. Uh, I did pick them in the beginning of the year to not make the playoffs. So, actually, I think I did pick them to make the playoffs. Let me check real quick. Check the records. I, right now, ever since for like the, ever since uh, like week week two, I've been saying that they're not going to make the playoffs and that the Redskins are actually going to make it instead. I picked the Eagles to miss the playoffs. So I think I think the I think the Redskins are going to make it instead of them. Um, <clears throat> real quick, Jack, before our recap and before we yeah. wrap it up, 
Uh, we need to look at all the 3-0 and teams. All right, so just to recap for everyone, for the 3-0 and teams, you have the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Cowboys, all expected pretty much, the 49ers, which is kind of surprising. You got the Packers, which I still think are not going to make the playoffs. And you have the Bills, who are definitely not going to make the playoffs. And then you have the Lions, who are 2-0-1. Technically, they haven't lost, so... <laughs> But they have that tie. I'm tired of ties in the NFL. Can we not have that? Can we just play the game out, please? Make it sudden death. Give them an extra quarter. I don't care. But I'm, I'm tired of ties. Ties annoy me. It, they get nothing. It feels like it, the game is left unaccomplished and I'm left unfulfilled. And I just want to cry in a corner. Um, yeah. So all, all uh, a couple surprises in that list, right? The Bills, I think, is a big surprise. San Francisco is definitely a surprise. Detroit being undefeated, technically, at this point, is definitely a surprise. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and that bad man, Green Bay. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. I do have them uh, making the playoffs. I do have them winning the And so far, it's looking so good. I'm just um, – I, I just – their head coach, I can't stand him. I just want him to fail. Oh, and yeah, he will. Uh, former he will. coordinator. It's week – You know, these teams are 3-0, and but it's week four. There's plenty yeah, of time for him to trip. Plenty early. We're still not done with the first quarter of the season yet. We'll see how it goes, but so far it's looking so good. Mm. What What about your take on those uh, undefeated teams there, Mr. Lucas? I mean, I think, honestly, I don't think the Rams are as good. There's people putting the Rams at, like, number two and number three. I think number one is obviously the Patriots. Crazy start to the year for them. For sure. Number two is the Chiefs. I actually think they have been – under talked about a little bit um because people just expect Mahomes right to just go out and throw for 800 yards and, and 12 touchdowns all right he's missing Tyreek Hill they're doing crazy stuff I think they're better than they were last year I think they've shown improvements um the Rams Todd Gurley is a shadow of what oh, he was yeah. last year oh shell of himself I think that hurts him I think the Cowboys he's a, he's a B back right now I think the Cowboys are better than the Rams, you know? Um, when I did my season predictions, I picked the Rams to beat the Cowboys. I actually think the Cowboys are going to win that game. I think the Cowboys are going to end up doing better than I thought they were. I think I had them winning 11 games. I think they're actually going to win 12 or 13. Um, hey, I like that. I like that. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be a good game. Um, will you say Zeke is the best running back in the league? Who do you think is the best running back in the league? Right now I have Zeke. That's hard. It's, it's me between Zeke and Saquon. One and two. Gurley used to be one, now he's three for me. I think um I think I gotta say Barkley. He's hurt. Barkley? Yeah. But Barkley's good, man. But Zeke hasn't Zeke missed the you know, he missed training camp and all that stuff. And I think it's showed. And Yeah, but even though he's having an incredible start. Not in terms of touchdowns, but in terms of yards per carry and yardage or so. When you're right, but I just uh, I think I, I think I gotta give like it. Quiet, you're right though. It feels like a quiet Zeke season. I just it feels like he's being undershadowed or overshadowed by. I don't, I just don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. I don't think he's the same. I don't think he has the fire. Like, I'm not saying he's not. Uh, he's not like motivated. But I don't right. think there's enough coal in the engine quite yet. I think he's still building. 
I, I agree, which I think is good for us. If he's still building and hasn't yet reached season form yet, and we're having this good of a start, then that may, he's going to be invaluable in November, December. That's when they do the best. All right. I don't think the 49ers, I don't think they win their division or anything. So, I think so either. Bills definitely won't. I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't think the 49ers make the playoffs. The Packers are not going to make the playoffs. And the Lions. We're going to put another, we're going to bet another case of G Fuel on the, or Game Yo, Fuel on the Yo. Packers? No, we're, we already got a bet on them. Oh, okay. We have Packers top five defense. I don't want to bet on the Packers anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, the Lions might win their division. Really? They're playing good. They're playing the best Lions football I've seen in a while. Yeah, no, I mean, the Vikings have looked vulnerable. The Bears have looked That's vulnerable a, because of their NFC. offense. Like, yeah, but the NFC North is a good division, man. I don't know that it's necessarily all the teams are really good or that all the teams are just close. I think all the teams are – I think, honestly, honestly, I think the Packers' offense is underperformed this year. I think, I think if you look at who's gotten better – the Vikings gotten got worse. The Bears have gotten worse, in my opinion, on offense. On offense, yes. The Packers, like I said, and I think the Lions is the only team that's shown improvement. And you know, well, it's, it's interesting. It's we'll see what happens. It's it's week four, like I said, you know. Um, but it is time, Mister Jackson, to recap last week. Let's do it. Our games. So. All right, we had. Michigan and Wisconsin. Wisconsin absolutely destroyed Michigan. We had Georgia and Notre Dame, and Georgia beat Notre Dame. Um, Moving on to the NFL, we had Titans versus Jacksonville. That was depressing. Um, Jacksonville won. Dolphins versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys pulled that one out convincingly. Um, Chiefs versus Ravens. Chiefs definitely won. We all knew it was going to happen. Browns versus Rams. The Rams won. Uh, it was a it was a close game. Honestly, though, Aaron Donald had a really good game. Um, yes. That was that was fun to watch. Jared Goff looked a little strange. Can't even lie. Um, yeah. And then the the Bears at the Redskins and just the story of that night. Can I just real quick? I had Case Keenum and the rookie wide receiver. Yo. This man was freaking out last night. So I got, I got Case Keenum on my team. He's my quarterback. I'm winning by by two points. And then the guy I'm playing has the other the rookie wide receiver that caught the touchdown with Washington. Ooh. In my head before the game starts, I'm like, I've got this in the bag. Ain't no way I can lose. If he throws a touchdown, I'm getting points for it too anyways. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's cool. Oh, no. Case Keenum throws for like... 16 gazillion interceptions and fumbles the ball. This man does a QB sneak on oh, in like wow. the middle of the field. And he thought he was on the goal line or something. It sticks, sticks the ball up there and just gets swatted. At. What are you doing? What are you doing? You ain't Thanos. You ain't got a hold of it. That's one of those Monday Night Footballs. Come on, man. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Like, why are you jumping over the top like that? I can understand the goal line situation, but you're on the 50 line. So I lost. I lost that. I will say I won my money league. I'm three and zero in the money league to win six hundred dollars. Love it. Nice. All right, starting off great. I won because on the very last play of the game, the Seahawks were down by like two scores. They couldn't win anyways. 
but they wanted to like get a touchdown for momentum. So Russell Wilson drives them down the field. He's my quarterback, and they need like a, a 10 or 15-yard touchdown. Throws the ball. Time runs out. Incomplete pass. They call pass and interference. Get them one more untimed down. With zero seconds on the clock and one more play, Russell Wilson throws a touchdown for me. Oh, that's the best feeling in the world. And wins, wins it for me. Ooh. That's an Ooh. incredible feeling. Jackson, it was good. And I just, and I won, and so it I... felt felt amazing. So, um, our picks for this week, yeah, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, into it, into the nitty-gritty. All right, we got we got some we got some pretty decent college matchups coming in again this week. We have eighteen Virginia at yeah. number ten Notre Dame. Notre Dame lost to Georgia last week, but they only moved from yeah. like seven to ten. Um, so what, what you got? What you got going on here? I, 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 I picked Notre Dame to bounce back here. I do. I think they're going to bounce back. I think Virginia, especially coming into Notre Dame on a road game, it, it it's definitely going to be rough. So I'll go with my Fighting Irish on that one. Uh, I definitely agree with you. I think Notre Dame pulls it out. Um, Virginia, 18, I think that's a little too good for them. Um, next we have 21 USC at number 17, Washington. This is again, a hard one. The, again, I'm going to go with the Hoats, and this is incredibly hard because USC defeated Utah at home, the upset of the week last week. So um, as much as I want to go with USC, I'm going to go with the home team. I think that, that plays a big factor, especially in the Pac-12. Uh, Washington. I uh, I am going with USC. So yeah. All right. So I'm I'm gonna gain a point right there. All right. I don't care right. about that number in front of the name. I don't care that Washington 17, USC 21. Right now. All right. All right. Yeah, they're gonna win right this now. game. All right. Hey, Washington. Who needs them? Chance. Who needs them? Okay. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> all right. Keep it going. What's up? On to the NFL. Time. We got Thursday night football. Eagles at the Packers. That's Huge matchup. Good game. I will go first this time. I go think ahead. the Eagles start to try to gain momentum. All right, this is like so. like they're looking at this and they're like the Cowboys are crazy good. The Redskins almost beat us. Uh, the Packers are home. Okay, for that reason, I'm picking Green Bay because oh of your gosh. math. Because of that. Because of that. Uh, just oh, the math that you showed me last week really convinced me. And Lambo is a hard place to play no matter what. Playing them on a short week, uh, their defense is looking incredibly well. Philly's banged up. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Nope, nope. I don't care. I don't care about no Thursday night. But doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> the Eagles about to. The Eagles about to get this bread. They're coming in. They're desperate. The Eagles are desperate for a win right now. They need it. That I think Carson Wentz is desperate to prove himself, not just to the people, but also to his teammates. You got the problems going in, and what better way to prove yourself than a duel against the bad man, the Aaron bad Rogers, man, Aaron who I think Matt Lafleur is just ruining oh, the possibilities. You are very correct in that their offense is completely underperformed, especially in the uh, in the passing category. I don't know what's going on. They need to figure out their system and figure it out quick, especially if they want to make a deep run. All right, um, who's next? <laughs> This category of teams is the teams that beat themselves. All right. Yes. All right. If you, I'm going to name two matchups. So there's four teams in total. If you combine all the penalties, it might be earth shattering. All right. Oh, These teams are imploding. Rough. At least three yes. of the teams are imploding. Um, so first off, you have the Titans are going to Atlanta um, to face the Falcons. Okay. We had a long week. 
All right, we had a long break. We got That's some rest true. after that Thursday night football. If there's a time to have a Thursday night game, I think early like we had it is the best way to do it. Um, I agree. And I look at us to bounce back. I think we come out fierce against the Falcons, and I think we need to open up Mariota, and I think he will have a good game. Um, I think we're going to have to do some stuff. We're going to have to move the pocket. Last week we didn't do that. We're going to have to get this man moving. He can run. I know you're scared he's going to get hurt. I don't care. He ain't going to get hurt. This man put on like 10 pounds of muscle so that he wouldn't get hurt. That was the whole point. He put on muscle weight so that he could get bigger and be safer when he did run. He has looked better. He's been sliding and stuff more. He's trying to avoid some hits, although he's done some crazy jumps over some people and been doing some tumbling in the air. We ain't going to worry about that. All right? (laughs) I think the Titans go to Atlanta and win. I'm trying to talk my dad into going to that game. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's only like a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on you with that pick. I'm picking the Titans as well. I think the long week benefits them. I think Matt Ryan is having a, a really hard time with turnovers, and I think the Titans has a top five secondary, uh, especially in the league this year. So I look for Tennessee to bounce back and pound the football. I feel like Derrick Henry's gonna have a big game. I'm picking um, Tennessee. By the way, I think the Falcons have like two safeties that are hurt. Yeah, they're have they're they're banged up again. Julio is Julio versus Kevin Byer is gonna be incredible matchup Ooh, i'm shaking all right the thought of the thought of julio jones just the, the, what, what gives me the titans over the falcon is matt Ryan with uh interceptions versus the Titans secondary plus the titans having a full an extra time to prepare and the titans haven't thrown any interceptions yet um just saying yeah. just throwing that out there all right we may we may not throw for 600 yards but we ain't may, throwing no may interceptions fumble, may fumble a couple times but <laughs> all right yeah, yeah, yeah you know, might fumble a punt but the important people haven't fumbled. Um, <laughs> anyways. What's next? Uh, the other teams that beat themselves. The number one team that beats themselves, the Browns. Yes. Is traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens, coming off a loss. I'll pick first on that one. I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking Lamar Jackson. I, I, I think their defense is incredibly good. I think he is providing a good dual threat. Yes, the Browns have something to prove. It's a division game. It's a rival game. It's going to be tough. It's going to be close no matter what. But play against good against the Chiefs, I think you're going to beat the Browns. I'm picking the Browns. Ooh, okay. I'm going I'm, I'm going with the, the boy Baker. All right. Don't quote me 13 commercials. Like that has anything to do with football. Okay. It has, it has everything to do with his offseason preparation. All right. Look, I got OBJ out there wearing watches and signing watch deals, and this man is still one of the best wide receivers in the league. Okay. Oh, that's undoubtedly right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking right now. Okay. But they don't seem to be in a flow. <laughs> the Browns are going to win. All right. Okay. Sunday night football. The boys, the Cowboys. Never do that again. That was terrible. The Cowboys against the Saints. They are traveling to New Orleans this weekend. Mm. Your thoughts, Mr. Jackson? I'm not going to be like you and abandon my team and pick somebody different just to try and win some kind of cherry bet against my best friend. I am going to go with my hometown team. I'm going to go with the boys, the Cowboys. I think it is going to be a close game. The Saints are a heck of a football team. Teddy Bridgewater has looked incredible. I feel like they're going to throw some weird concepts at us. This is our first true test. Pick a Dallas win. Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas to win as well. This is really hard for me. It's a close game. Um, it's really hard for me. 
but the Saints don't have Drew Brees. I, I really want to pick the Saints. I really want to pick the Saints. It's a but tough I, place to play the Superdome, man. It's very tough. But it's a homecoming also for Dak Prescott. I, I got to go. I, I got to go with the Cowboys. They're, 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 just, they're firing on all cylinders right now. I got to go with the Cowboys. Last matchup, Monday Night Football, Vikings traveling to the Bears. Right. This is a. This is not the Monday night game. The Monday night game. Bengals. Oh, that's right. Bears. That's right. Sorry. 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 We. But, yeah. <laughs> I, for, I we forgot. This I got. I got Monday night next to it. The Bengals and the Steelers is a terrible, terrible, terrible matchup. And so to replace what usually is our Monday night football game, we're putting a way better matchup in there. All right. You're welcome, everyone else. All right. We're trying to give you something to care about. You don't care about the Bengals, the trash Bengals. All right, they ain't they ain't got a quarterback. They ain't got a wide. Well, they got some decent wide receivers, honestly. But you know what I mean. All right, all right. Yeah, we're, Steelers. We're not picking them. Who are the Steelers? No, Steelers are bad. Without Big Ben, are they even really the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even with Big Ben, were they the Steelers? That's the real question. This year, no. They were not um, playing Steelers football. There's a problem going on. I'm picking the Vikings to beat the Bears. Ooh, this is a rough game, but I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go Minnesota. Uh. Here's the reason why. I know you're looking at me completely. For those of you watching on YouTube, Luke is shocked right now that picking Minnesota. But here's the reason why I'm picking Minnesota. I trust Minnesota's offense more than I trust Chicago's offense. Chicago, their defense is absolutely incredible. Um, I look for this to be an incredibly close game. I'm picking the Vikings 10-7. to I think it's going to be incredibly close. But Dalvin I'm... Cook, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, I trust them more than... Taylor Gabriel and Mitch Trubisky. I'm just blown away right now. I just knew that would be a steal for me. Really? Yeah, I, I just knew. I just knew you'd pick Chicago, and I was like, I was like, Jackson's gonna be over here, like, oh, it's the home team, and we also, you see that defense the other day? Trubisky looked like a good quarterback finally. Like this is this is stuff I'm hearing Trubisky in my ear well. the other night. All right, we're watching yeah. we're watching the football game, and I got Jackson over here talking about the Bears defense, which is the best defense in the league, and oh, and he's over here like saying Trubisky is coming into his own, and look at that wide receiver making those catches and stuff. And I just knew I was going to be able to pick the Vikings; they would win. I could get a game up on him. <sighs> Thanks for adding to my depression. You added to my I'm depression. Not trying to add Jackson, to depression. You. What I'm trying to do is pick the correct game, and Yes, Mr. Trubisky looks better, and it's something to build upon, and that's great, and that that that's fine, and that's dandy. The Chicago defense is undoubtedly the best defense in the league. Are they going to give Mr. Trubisky good opportunities? Yes. Is it going to be enough to beat the Vikings right now, who Dalvin Cook is looking unstoppable? Adam Thielen scored two touchdowns yet uh, last uh, this past week, and they used him on an end around uh, run concept play in the red zone. I like the way that they're. They're being creative with their offense. Mike Zimmer's changing some stuff up. So for this one, I'm going to go against the grain. Soda. He is so mad. He is fuming right now. And the thing is, if he had told me to pick first, I still would have said Minnesota. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. I, w- I was picking Minnesota regardless. Mooching off of other people's intellectual property. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man, that's the picks. That's the picks. That is. That I'm is. Ahead by like, I'm ahead by one game this year. He is killing me in the. Oh country. yes, I didn't I say can't. the records. I'm so sorry, Lucas. Me, this guy. I am twelve and nine. 
Jackson is 13 and 8. He's up by one game, but don't worry. The boy's going to come back. All right? <laughs> I got this. All right? Okay? It's we have, time. We have several different games this week. We have like three or four different ones. Yeah, I'm looking at it. We picked uh we picked the USC Washington game different. We yeah. picked the Eagles Packers different. Yeah. We picked the Browns Ravens different. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's that's three. And I'm gonna give me a three game sway. I'm gonna be up by two this week. Bro, I'm t- he is killing me in the college game department. He always gets the college games right. I think he's undefeated in college picks. I might be. It's he's up there, bro. It's it's six and zero or five and one. It's one of the two. But um. Anyway, Lucas, is there anything else we didn't touch on? I Talk do believe. I do believe that is it Talk for Jones, Lamar Jackson. I think Cowboys, that's it for episode eight, brother. That's all I got. I love it. Episode eight. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode podcast. You can uh, find us where all podcasts are uh, posted. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, and all the rest of them. Uh, you can also listen and watch us on YouTube. I recommend this highly. You can see all of Lucas's facial expressions of complete disgust and discomfort every time I start talking about Lamar Jackson and or the Titans and the Cowboys. As soon as I start talking about the Cowboys, his face immediately just goes into this dreary dread because he gets to hear me talk about my team being 3-0 and his team being 1-2. He is incredibly sad about that. Um, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Leave a five-star review. We will be reading those live on the show as soon as we do get some. That would be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I got. We ain't getting no questions. Where, 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 where are the people no at? Question. All right, no all right. Look, look, look. I ain't saying that we got anyone else listening to this other than our friends. But if you are our friend, and I know you ain't yeah. listening this long. Look, I've looked at the stats. All right, people ain't yeah. listening to this whole thing. They ain't even getting to this part. What we're saying right now is irrelevant. It ain't gonna make it here. All right, and I'm upset <laughs> about it. All right, people ain't adding no questions. I ain't getting no text messages. I ain't getting no YouTube comments. I ain't getting no likes, no subscribers. I'm getting, I am upset. All right. All right. So, anyone that sees this, if you do not take the four seconds to like and subscribe, no longer friends. That's it. We're done. That's it. That's a wrap. It is stopping recording. It's taking forever to stop. There it goes. We'll be right back.